Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is a special episode. They're all special. But today, it's actually the afternoon before. But tomorrow, which is today for you, is my dad's 97th birthday. And so I'm tributing him a little bit and tying in with high numbers. Some discussion of that. I don't think my dad wants me to spend 15 minutes extolling his virtues. But again, I had a dad with high integrity, hardworking, smart, analytical, creative, wonderful dad, wonderful mom too. Again, you can't choose your parents. And my mom and dad were 23 when I was born. And I'm now revealing my mom's age, but she she looks great. And uh, I had no choice in the matter. In fact, I'm James Beckett III, and my dad is James Beckett Jr., which made for some confusion growing up. My dad also, I've mentioned, I think he's gotten increasingly relational, which I'm on that same journey there too, is just enjoying being around people, but they don't... uh, get out as much. Um, actually, my first encounter or my first puzzlement with high numbers was with my dad's shoebox that was brought down from the attic by my dad's mom, my grandmother. And uh, I noticed <laughs> there were all these play ball cards and they were pretty strong going up to 180. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden it started trickling in. There were a lot less. He had some diamond stars. He had some 33 and 34. I guess he had a couple of uh, batter ups. So all of those, maybe not the 33 Gaudis as much, but all of those had some high number aspect that as a 10 year old at that point, I'm trying to figure out, wow, there's uh, the numbers dry up as you get older. And I didn't know what that might be based on. Now we know, but I'm not actually still not sure who is the first person that coined the term high numbers. When did that start? I actually do remember Frank Nagy talking about it. He was the guy, the main guy that I knew back in the early mid-70s that had the 52 tops high numbers, which is probably the most famous example of high numbers. It was every collector's dream in those days to get a complete set of 52 tops. That was the most challenging set, especially because of the mantle. Although mantle wasn't tougher than the other guys, it just they were all tough. So high numbers have always had a little bit of a mystique, and yet they're not always fully understood. A lot of times it's the high numbers just the last series, or they're the higher numbers. Not the same as short prints or super short prints, although some of them are shorter printed, but it's basically high numbers is supposed to mean the configuration or a separate sheet where the cards are printed. For example, later in the year, the lower numbers or the first series is printed and then the second series is printed and so on and so forth as you move through the spring and summer, I think. The scarcity nowadays, looking back, has to do with how long those were on the counter. I don't think in those days when it was mainly a kid purchase, I think that was top's perception anyway, and mainly in the candy stores that were the neighborhood stores where there'd be a box on the counter and people bought packs until the boxes were gone. When the boxes were gone, I don't think there was a lot of reordering back in those days. They didn't really have just-in-time shipping. Shipping was more primitive. I think it was just on schedule. Then a month later, they'd get the next series. As the spring and summer went on, perhaps there was less interest. And then when you got to the last series, if anything had gotten behind schedule, then the last series were less available and kids were back in school or whatever the situation would be. If you go before 1933 sets, even though they maybe came out in waves, they weren't numbered. So you really couldn't talk about high numbers that much in most of those pre-1933. But starting in 33. With all those sets, 33 and 34, all of a sudden that was something. Now, what that requires is a big enough set 
that you can't fit them all on one sheet. My understanding of printing would be that the printing technology back in the day, perhaps the sheets, the presses were narrower. The sheets couldn't be as big. I think that is true. When I've seen Gaudi sheets, they're like 24 cards. That's different than Tops now, which can have a 132 card set, 11 rows of 12. Again, my dad had 39 play balls, but not so much after 115 or 116. 40 play balls, but not so much after, after card 180. 41 play balls, on the other hand, he had a sprinkling there, which makes me wonder if there was maybe one series, but the lower numbers maybe were double printed and the higher numbers were single printed or something like that. So not really sure about that because there wouldn't be any reason. Again, when you're trying to sell cards, if the set is too small, then people are not going to buy. You need to have people going back to get the cards they're missing and you need to create this uh, traffic so that the cards are popular and they'll be bought. And if the set is too small, too easy to get a set. And so making them wait or making them be short printed is something that's been done for now. 90 years. So it's working in the sense of they wouldn't be doing if it didn't drive sales. Okay. So 48 Bowman, the last 12 cards, a little bit tougher. I'm actually not sure. I have seen 36 card sheets of Bowman's. And so it's possible that the first 36 were, but again, when you're buying packs, I wasn't collecting in 48. I wasn't born yet, but it's possible that those last 12 cards are not really a series in the sense, although they may have been printed on a different sheet or some other thing. So it might have been that they do 36s and one twelve to make an 84 card sheet. I don't know, but a little bit tougher. 49 Bowman, definitely. You can see that the first cards there are quite a bit easier. Either one of them are easy, but there's way less of the 49 Bowman. I think they're probably underrated. They're not very attractive, but you got Satchel Page, Richie Ashburn, Larry Doby. You got some great rookies in the high series. 50 Bowman, it changes. It's the low numbers are the toughest ones there. I can tell that because I bought a lot of collections back in the day. 50 Bowman low numbers I have a lot of great stars there. Nowadays, people would look at the pop reports and try to see uh, equivalent stars if they're similar or less. But the 50 Bowmans, yes. 51 Bowman, high numbers, slightly tougher, not as tough as I thought back in the day. And that's because you've seen all these mantles and mazes that come out of the woodwork of their true rookie cards. It was a separate series, but if it came out earlier in the summer, as opposed to later in the summer, or was remaindered or moved off the shelves or sold out, it's hard to know that now but we can only speculate. I think they printed to demand or perceived demand, and demand was a lot less in those days. Like I said, I don't believe that these candy stores were reordering very much because there'd be another series coming a week later, and so they would just wait. And they would tell the kids that. It was a big deal when the buzz went through the neighborhood that the next series of Topps cards or Bowman, but I was after Bowman. First series of all these sets that I'm talking about that go up through 73 are... A lot of times the first series is easier to get, but harder to get relatively in the condition you want, and not just card number one. 52 Bowman, last 36 cards, a little bit tougher. I think I have found that Maze was tougher than Mantle in 52 Bowman in, t in terms of, of production and supply. Again, the pop report might show that. Again, there's somebody wanted to do a, a, a universal combo uh, pop report. It's cumbersome to go to several different places. So I think that'll happen one of these days. 53 Bowman, there's perhaps some short prints in the middle of the high numbers showing that all high numbers are not necessarily created. But I think it, the low series goes up to 112 maybe, or maybe 96. There's some confusion about that. And then that first group, not the highest numbers, but 
that middle group for whatever reason. Again, my explanation is they're probably short prints. 54 Bowman, there are two series, but not a lot of difference there. The interesting thing about 54 Bowman baseball is just the variations on the back. 55 Bowman, that's one that I specialized in. Three series, first series is the blonde wood grain of the TV frame. When I had my find, one of my biggest finds was an unopened case of 55 Bowman. And the packs there were advertising the third series, but they had probably 50% of them were second series as well, which is wonderful because that included Mantle, Maze, and Aaron. 51 tops, the redbacks, the bluebacks. We don't think of the bluebacks as a high number, but probably they were a second series. Now, it's possible they were the first ones to come out, were testing, and just were limited, but I think they probably were later in the year. Again, 52 tops, that's the big daddy of high numbers, the greatest example. But the next to last series... The 251 to 310 is tougher as well. In fact, back in the day, there were a lot of people that had sets up through 310. And then Mays would be the key guy because Mays was in that series. You need to remember there were no checklist cards really printed by Tops until 1956. So people didn't even know what the last card was. 53 Tops, uh, another problem there. I think Mays is uh, really tough. It was always condition sensitive for me. And again, you got the problem that you've got some skip numbers, some numbers that weren't there. 54 Tops, there, I actually found some numbers in the middle to be tough. 51 through 75, not the high numbers. And so that calls into question. I think they were doing 50 card sheets in those days, be that as it may. 55 tops, the higher numbers, I think in the early price guides, dealers regarded them as quite a bit tougher. It doesn't seem to be the case. They're tougher, but not way tougher. And again, two series in a year. If one comes out in February, March, April, the other one May, June, July, and there's plenty of time if you're doing two series to give ample exposure for all the numbers. 56 tops, my favorite set, my first card I ever got. Not much difference there. As I said, I'm very lucky that my first card I got was in the second series. Unlucky that it was Spook Jacobs instead of Mantle or Mays or Snyder, Campanella, Barra, all these other guys it could have been. Uh, 57 tops. Again, my theory is that these series are coming out and it's not that it's the last series as much as how long is it on the shelf with people coming into the store. And so the next last series is tougher. And it can't be because kid bought them and got rid of them because back in the day, Brooks Robinson, um, even Sandy Koufax, they were not popular. I'm telling you, in 57, Brooks Robinson and Sandy Koufax were uh, untested, untried, Young players who had great careers after that point. Jim Bunning, same thing. Tony Kubek. So all those guys that are in that middle series sounds like that's why there'd be less of those. No, I think Tops wanted to print as many of each series as they could. 58 Tops. This is another counterexample. Tops let the presses run, I think, for the last series there because it had the mantle and musual. Again, musual was arguably perhaps even a bigger deal than Mantle, I think, in my neighborhood, because he was from Denora, and it was a National League town in Pittsburgh, but they were triple prints, the Mantle All-Star card, the Sporting News All-Star card, and the, and the Musial. So there's a lot of those out there. 59 Tops, one of my wheelhouse sets, the, the black ink on the back was interesting, so you could tell right away. They just looked a little different. And so again, another thing that made a mystique for high numbers. 60 Tops, I have my infamous early win trade, where I traded a guy in the neighborhood, for some 40 play ball high numbers. And it was a kid that was not necessarily a bully, but he was a big kid. He lived a little bit far away. And when I confronted him later, he said, this is the same thing that happens to every fifth grader, is he said, that wasn't me, that was my twin brother. So you don't even have a twin brother. He said, no, I do. He's, my twin brother did that. Uh, statute of limitations, not going back there to 
track him down. 61 tops, one of the toughest of the high number. 62 tops, noticeable because of the rookie parades. That was a lot of fun. 63 tops, you got Rose and Stargell. So again, a lot of notoriety there. 64 and 65, not so much. Again, it's not because people sold out in 63 of the last series. The tops then printed more. No, they printed as many as they could, and it was based on when the things came out. And so 64 and 65, next last series in some cases, is tougher. Tops was trying to sell more, and they're trying not to have returns. Some of these places were returnable. And if it did get returned, it went back to the Bruce Yeckos, the Sam Rosens, who were the Larry Fritches of their day. Mike Kramer got in on some of that in the 70s. Steve Myland, a lot of these guys had said, I will take the remainders. 66 and 67, a couple of other tricky years for high numbers with, again, some SPs in there to make it even more interesting. And then finally, just 68 and 69, not as much. 70, 71, 72, definitely tougher. And 73 was the last year, really, of Topps producing series. The series thing was a cool concept as a kid. Now there's so many places to get cards, and it's probably a headache for the card companies to determine in advance and load the series. Just doing them all together is good. So if I think of high numbers being a distinction of was there a high number sheet or was there a high number series or high number distribution, that's probably a better way than just saying that the higher numbers are short printed. It's come to mean that now. I hope I have 97 years to enjoy and my dad has even more and my mom is 17 days younger than my dad. They're in pretty lockstep and I admire that and that's certainly my goal with my lovely wife, Diane. So happy birthday, dad. Uh, Happy collecting everybody and I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man!